the Pure Dead Gaming Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Pure Dead Gaming Podcast. I am Jessica and I'm joined by Craig and Andy here to talk about all things gaming plus the usual off-topic discussions we seem to be sidetracked by. If you're enjoying our weekly podcast then please do leave us a review as it goes a long way to support the channel. Likewise, hit that subscribe button over on our YouTube channel. It will cost you nothing and will help us reach that elusive 10k that we are also close to reaching. Tell me about your week, boys. What's been happening? Note. Nothing with you. Note. No. Uh, to be fair, it's been, I don't know, it's just overall, it seems like quite a quiet week. Boring life. Apart from <clears throat> one football but we're not a a football podcast (laughs) Uh, but I outside of football it's been quite a quiet week I what have I been up to I've had some days off since Mm. we last since we last recorded I have had three child free days off child free uh, which is about totals about how many I had in the last calendar year (laughs) so it's been a and did you utilise these effectively it depends how you look at it. I mean, I did a little bit of tidying up, some washings and stuff like that, but I basically just sat in my ass, but that's what that's, I need that's what I needed. So uh, exactly. So well, in a I way think, I think that anyway. Aye. Oh, so in a way, no, but in a way aye. Yes. Uh-huh. Although everybody's got an opinion on what their day off should be used for, but I'm not a productive person my days off. I like to sit in my ass as well. Definitely. It's been mm-hmm. it's been so refreshing. Although uh, I did make my five-a-side football return last night. It was the first bit of even light jogging I had done since about August last year. So I definitely needed a day off today because... You struggle. Oh, my God. I could hardly get out of bed this morning, honestly. <laughs> it was... I'm a, Stiffy. I was... <laughs> it was brutal. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I... I, I, get, I get bad shin splints, so I... I'd, oh god, I hate it. I've had transplants before. It's so bad. It's agony, isn't it? I realise debilitating. Well, that's the thing. Like for some reason, I don't get them playing football ever. But mm. I get them. Like if I was to go out and go say a run in the street, uh-huh. I would get them before I get three houses down. Mm-hmm. Like so, I don't go out runs. I don't. There's. I, I, I'm my work's active, but other than that, I do no exercise unless I'm playing football. So. It's been like seven months of eating Easter eggs and sitting about. And so, like, I'm dangerously unfit just now. This happened a couple of years ago. I got a really bad injury and I never played football for a year. And when I went back to play for the first couple of weeks, every time I would run, my vision would get bloody just because I was so unfit. And that happened last night, which makes it very difficult to slide up like a through ball. (laughs) In the middle of a game of football when you can barely see. I suppose you did any keel over. Aye, me too. Although there was a couple of other boys that were, were close to it as well, to be fair. Well, there was a lot of us in the in the same boat. But Maybe you should try like biking or something like that, something like that low impact on your um, legs. Yeah, we bought Nathan a new bike for his birthday and since he's mastered it, mm. every night, mum, can we go out on the bike? Oh, is he wanting to Mum, can we go out on the bike? So, what's that past four nights I've been out? Um, luckily, we were recording this podcast tonight, so that was my excuse. But otherwise, <laughs> 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 I'd have been out. Yeah. Well, you say biking, but what's really happening is oh, yeah. it's Nathan on the bike and Jess chasing him. 
to make, <laughs> to make sure he doesn't fall. So you're basically running behind him like this, both arms out, so trying to make sure he doesn't fall. Bike yourselves. I do, but I'm just, I'm not. I don't think he's quite ready for me and him to go right, out. to go a cycle together. Yeah, but he's, soon, we're getting there. Yeah, he's still a bit wobbly. He still comes off mm. it every now and again, so you need to sort of be there for right. him. And Jess was nominated because I couldn't possibly run after anything. Mm. <laughs> As I proved last night, although I'll, I'll get back into it. But mm. yeah, I'm, with the state my knees in, I'm not the person to be... I was gonna say you should really have retired from football like two or three years ago, Craig. Or get it, or get like your knee fixed. I mean, you kind of have like a fucking torn ligaments and stuff, and still. I mean, your knee must be shot to fuck. Aye, it is. But I mean, well, that was the plan. It was probably aye, but that was. (laughs) I don't want to be pushing you around in a wheelchair. I love my. I need my football. (laughs) But that that see to be fair, that was the plan. Like I was waiting on surgery, and then the pandemic happened, and all elective surgery has been cancelled. Like for at least two years, so you can't get anything done. Two years, aye, and even then, like the last consultation I had with the hospital for. People that don't know, I've got a torn meniscus and a partially torn ACL in my left uh, knee. And I was told, like the doctor said, I uh, if you were a bit older, I would say definitely have surgery. But because you're just in your mid-30s, uh, I would just uh, give up anything to do with uh, contact sport and just swim. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck you, mate. Fuck I enjoy football. Fucking fix my knee. You know what I mean? So I went, I, like it's one of one of the games of football that I play is with a bunch of doctors. So mm. I came away from that and I went, I spoke to them and I was like, "Can you believe this clown is basically just trying to get away without doing his job and just tell me mm. to sit about and not really do anything?" And oh, they all fun. said they were like, "Get a second opinion. That's ridiculous. He clearly just doesn't want to do the surgery." See with stuff like that though, I take it it's not actually like very, it's not painful. Is it more just like it gives out in certain when you walk in certain ways? Rather than like when actually sore all the time, it's more just like if you walk and lean on it that way, it just kind of like give way because it's fucked. The the ACL makes your leg give way, um, but it, see to be fair, it, it's not. I that's not really sore, and it doesn't happen that often. But the meniscus makes the outside of my knee pop, oh, and yeah. that hurts. Oh. But uh, what I found was, to be fair, now granted, like for long term, maybe this isn't a good thing. But what I found when I, before the pandemic started, and I was playing football twice a week, like when I first started playing again, the next day my knee would feel like it was like about ready to bust. It felt like it had fluid in it, and it would always probably did. Aye, probably, and it would always be really sore to bend for about three or four days. But mm-hmm. then it would ease off by the time I played the next game. But after a couple of weeks, that just went away, and it was almost as if playing football had helped, and it like I had like built up like some support in it and I spoke to the, the physio and I said look playing football seems to be helping it's less sore than it was it's not giving way anymore and he was like well look as long as you're not somebody's not coming in and fucking wiping you out for the side yeah, that's then, a danger isn't it aye, especially with some of the people I play with but um, I said that it might not be a bad you thing can get, you can get I remember when we, we played with Cali when mm-hmm. we used to do the tournament and sit and shoot mm-hmm. I remember I got wiped out in one of the boards like, oh, one aye. time and it was fucking horrible and I got like a concussion because I couldn't play because you play like six or like five or six games in a day don't you because they're only like 30, ah, was 30 quite, minutes 50 yeah minutes you played them back to back and I just remember this guy just fucking wiped me out in the board and like, banked my head right against it and that was me for the full day I was just like been sick and everything yeah oh, and it's, I, it's dodgy 
Oh, we've the amount of injuries we've had playing football. Like it's supposed to be the sort of, I don't know, not as brutal <laughs> as its American counterpart. That, uh, but the way we play, football, you know, the walking football that no, old yeah. folk do. I'll be doing that. <laughs> I'll be see when it comes to it, I'll be doing it. Like that's the thing. Like that, that's that's pro- you're saying. See when it comes to it, it's probably about now, Craig. It's coming right. to it. It's probably not far it's off. But there. there's but a reason why professional footballers retire. You know, in their early mid thirties. Exactly. You're, we're at retirement age. Yeah. Ah, thirty six. Yeah. But I mean, you're not getting called up to the Super League. You know what I mean? No, no. At <laughs> this point. <laughs> I don't think Andy's going to be playing the Super League at this point, but the Sunday Leagues aren't even called. <laughs> but that's the thing, like, I can't, being 36, I can't afford to wait until they get round to fucking give me surgery. Like, that literally uh. could be two years from now. Like, we've, we're at a point now where there's only a couple of years left where we can play football at a decent level. No, so, I, don't, I don't know. There's, there's old guys I've played football with and they're. Aye, as better. long as you keep, you do keep yourself fit and nimble. They're in and better stuff. condition then now than we Aye. are than now though. There's, like, uh, there's some guys that I've played football with that are like 50, 60 and they're fucking still cracking. That's not going to be us though. Certainly Probably not. not definitely not no. you. I'm <laughs> in no a, bad health, to be honest with you. I'll be in a wheelchair, but uh, I, I'm, I'm just I'm not taking any risks. I'm playing well I can. But you, you're li- you're literally like one tackle away mm-hmm. from just like not playing football again. Oh, you realise that because somebody somebody just needs to come in from the side and not realise that you're obviously because your pals are not going to do it to you but somebody mm. if you, maybe you don't know will go <laughs> I'm for this guy and then just like crack you and oh it's you. happened a bunch of times because mm. I, well, I was told when I was what 28 that I, if I kept playing football I'd be in a wheelchair and that's when I damaged <laughs> cause that's when I damaged my back oh, and this is my knee Fucking doctors, man. What are they like? I don't know. It's scaremongers, aren't they? But that's the thing, like, I, I don't know, like, the kind of football we played when we were young and stuff like that, like, I mean, you went round somebody, one, like, we're both quite technical players, so I would often, like, skillfully go round someone, and that mm. annoys them, especially in Scotland. Like, see oh, the amount yeah. of times that I went round someone, and then you could tell they were annoyed, and the next time you went round them, it was just bang. Aye, they crack you. Aye, and then you're down. Like, I had people trying to kick me in the thigh, like, just out of sheer anger. Okay, moving on from football chat, what else have we been doing this week? We got a fire pit. Oh, God. Have you? Uh, we finally, uh, well, the legs haven't been put on it yet. (laughs) But uh, I've been trying to get one for a couple of weeks, but obviously because it's 2021 and nobody can have nice things they were just selling out faster than you could actually click so buy now sit around it and just be nice and warm out in the I don't evening. like the cold so there's no chance I'm sitting out in our newly decorated garden if With it's a cold. bit of heat yeah. I like fire so fire's I was, nice uh, it's nice and relaxing I think you're better with that than a paraffin heater or something that's what I thought I plus since we we I suppose I don't know if I've mentioned this on I've probably mentioned it on Twitter to be fair but we got uh, two parts of the garden decked, so there's been wood left over. So we've got plenty of spare wood to use in a fire pit. So it seemed like the smart thing to do. But what we didn't realise until yesterday was that it turns out that our son is deathly afraid of fire. Is it? Well, I didn't know this, but uh, we, we st- I think me and Jess were just discussing as to the fire pit 
and Nathan was on the couch and he was like, what? Fire? What? what, what? Fire? And he's like, uh, and I was like, ah, it's a big pit of fire. And I was just wind, I was just, <laughs> I was just winding him up. I was like, ah, it's just this big thing. We'll put it outside. It'll be flames everywhere. And we'll just keep throwing wood into it and the flames will get bigger. Uh-huh. And then he just starts busting out crying in the couch. Wow. And I was like, oh shit, he's actually serious. Oh, so no. it turns out he's, he's quite afraid of fire, which is going to pause a, uh, pose. Uh-huh. An issue with so fire pit. basically we dig a big hole and those flames come from hell. <laughs> They're the flames of hell. To be well, fair, is... we'll have it on in the evening when he's in bed. So yeah, well, I, you couldn't put it on when Ern's there because she'd try and climb in it, <laughs> or he'll just be looking at the window down at you. Like, <laughs> yeah. You'll just see him. Like, you'll not be able to hear him though because it's double glazing. You'll just see the tears, and you'll be like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, given how upset he was last night, I thought he was joking. That's why I was winding him up, because I always aye. wind him up, and then I realised he burst into tears. But I was like, right, this is... I don't know how we're going to do this, because the first time he sees it, he's going to go mad. Has he got that from some, something? I don't know. I'll get some marshmallows, and we can toast them, s'mores. and maybe, maybe he'll, you know, warm to it. <laughs> Card in the pun. Uh, <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. I think he'll freak out. It's weird how, like... if. Because if he's not had anything, like, oh, he's burnt himself on fire, but mm. he's, like, afraid of it. Do you know what it probably is? He's never probably seen a real fire. Big fire. That's uh, probably what it is. Probably. probably and it won't... Seven, uh, yeah. seven. I don't know. Because, mind, you don't get this anymore, but remember, I don't know if you've done this, really, you probably didn't do this as much, but when in our estate, when we were younger, we got wood and made... Bonfires. Mm-hmm. I did it at your. I did it at your house, uh, then, but not right. anywhere else. I had the whole the whole area would go and find everything that they could possibly find. Well, it wasn't nailed down. Everybody grouped together, and we just go round about and go, uh, chap doors. Hiya, uh, we're just collecting wood for the bonfire. You get any wood? And we'd be like, uh. "What be your hut?" <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm using that, son. You know what I mean? All right, any anything else? You know what I mean? And just I like, remember take that, all the wood. Is it like? Um, November, like bonfire night. You would literally go door to door. It was like seven, eight year old kids going door to door going, yeah. uh, can I get some wood for the bonfire? We'd literally have like a, I mean, we'd, we'd put together something like like a trolley on wheels and we'd just start putting stuff on top, go door to door, collect all the wood we can, take it back, stack it up. Set the whole park on fire. And the council would come, out. I remember one year the council came and took it away three times. They just kept on coming and taking it away, like they would come before in there, you'd burned it. Before we burnt it, because right. we would we would build it and keep on building it up yeah. in the park, and obviously somebody or they, they obviously knew, and and three times they took it away, and we didn't realise obviously because we we're younger. But then we thought, let's just collect the wood, we'll hide it in the golf course right next to the park. That night we'll just look, try and make it as fast as we can. Aye. There's like couches in the middle of it, like and it's black <laughs> smog. You know what I mean? Like really, probably poisonous stuff. Aye, but because like, it was area. like everyone in the area would be like, "Oh, Aye. perfect! I don't need to get a skip. I can no, just give these it. young boys Aye. all this crap." I've seen it as a, it was like an easy way of getting rid of your, your shit. You know? But it was brilliant fun. I don't Aye. know why it was so much fun, but it was just building this bonfire. There was never any fatalities either. No, Maybe no, there was nothing. Because now you go, I'm just probably take. Uh, Nathan and Erin to the one aye, around the, the corner uh, aye. or Roselle or wherever it is or whatever and you've got to like, pay money mm-hmm. to go and see a fucking bonfire and fireworks mm-hmm. fuck that it wasn't like that in the old days <laughs> no. just date yourself 
I remember, uh, did you ever, I can't, I can't remember who had them in there at the time, but do you ever remember that game, this is really dangerous <laughs> in hindsight, yeah. but you used to get, you know, like the small rockets, fireworks, oh. you get like a pack of eight rockets, mm-hmm. and uh, what you would do is, you'd all go in like a circle, so usually like four or five of you, and you would light the rocket, and then you would wait until it was halfway to going. And then you would throw it up in the air, right. but you would throw it so it was spinning, and then everyone would run, and then you'd no idea where the rocket was going to shoot. So sometimes it would shoot in the air. Jake, are you kidding me? No, this was a game we played. I get hit I've one time. I've never even played this one. Right. Did you know this it? This is no. highly dangerous. We used to do it down Please at the. Please do not try this. We used to do it down at the school. You'd throw it, and you'd throw it so it was like spinning. No. And then once it took off, it would just fire, and I get hit in the foot one time. Didn't hurt. But You're the reason why we have organised displays and you can't just do it at home. Right. It was like a kiddie version of Russian roulette. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know those what are they called again? Oh, the party poppers. Aye, the wee things in the. Yeah. But that except much out. more dangerous. Aye, I, I remember we got them once because it was around about Halloween as well. But what we'd done with them was we went around about the streets and we just like we'd open people's letterboxes. <laughs> Oh, I did that, aye. And then just wait aye. for them. We'd wait for them to walk yeah. past, like, get into the kitchen, and then just go, bang! <laughs> oh and then they'd just fucking party pop and we'd go through their letterbox yeah. and like, they'd get the fright of their lives, aye. man. We used to do that round about your house all the aye. time. I remember one time... It's quite funny. We were, aye, it was funny. <laughs> I remember one time doing it, and actually it was just around the corner from where your mum stays, mm-hmm. like, out the back, mm-hmm. and it was me, you, and Mark... And we opened this letterbox and you could see the person walking by and then bang. And whoever it was went fucking mental. You Because most folk were just like, oh my God, get a fright. Mm. And then they would like not Aye. escalate it from Aye. there. But do you not remember not one time? Do you not remember one time somebody did call? They came out, Aye. chased us, yeah. and they called the police. And we had to hide in the golf, golf course, course. for about That's like right. two and a half hours. <laughs> my dad was raging that night. I were hiding like in the bush in a golf course. Aye. And it was dark. It was the Those cheese. trees that yeah. are there, because we had all the... We still had loads of pie poppers, so we had them on like I a like, tree trunk. I would like buried them under. kindling and that. Because <laughs> if we get caught with these, we're going to get jail. You know what I mean? And then, like, uh, the police uh, obviously went to our doors. Well, they went to mine and Mark's, because you're too far away. Um, and then I got home, and my dad was raging. I could see he knew about it. <laughs> and I just... I had, I like, hid under my bed. You know what I mean? And he was trying to get me. I remember my dad trying to get me, but I was right up against the wall, like going, nah. He's like, come out. And I'm like, nah. I'm just going to live under here from now on. Like, I'm like, why would I come out? You know, you're going to hit me. Oh, He's trying to lift the bed sweet. up to get come you. Come out. I'll be fine. Come out. <laughs> well, clearly it's not going to be okay, is it? I can see in your face. This isn't cool. <laughs> <laughs> See, to be fair, though, it was all good fun. It's not like, I don't know, unless somebody had a heart condition, we weren't. Yeah. <laughs> Aye, to be fair, that could be I'll, I'll give you the party poppers, not the, the rockets. The rockets was good fun. I wouldn't yeah. do it now, right enough. No, no that's dodgy, that one. <laughs> I've actually built, see, next Halloween, I'm going to build a bonfire. I'm going to go in, <laughs> I'm gonna go in my village and just be like, can I have your hut? <laughs> <laughs> This is the kind of thing, Andy, that we got away with because we were little smiling ten-year-old mm. kids. But when mm-hmm. you're thirty-six years old and you it's walk up and ask for wood for a bonfire, they're just going to call the police. Yeah, it's not going to work. <laughs> uh, what else has been happening? Oh, I put this on Twitter, but I got called a fanboy uh, this week. 
an Xbox fanboy and a PlayStation fanboy, wow. so I don't know if the two cancel each other out, and I don't know how Nintendo feel about it. What constitutes a fanboy exactly? I think it's someone that just uh, blindly follows that company and hates everyone else. Right. Um, it doesn't matter what what happens with the company; they just always ah, you just uh, blind could, blind allegiance. Aye, they could set you in fire, and you would be like, "Aye, that's grand. Can I have another, sir?" That's <laughs> that sort of thing. And no matter what the other company do, you have to shit on it, no matter right. what. So. Okay. And how did you feel when you were labelled these? I saw them both at the same time, so it was particularly amusing, okay. even though they were sent like a day apart. But uh, it's just ridiculous, honestly. Like I, I just laugh, like. I've said this before, but you couldn't pay me to get annoyed at people on the internet. Like, it's just amusing. Like, I don't even particularly... I don't know. Like, see, if somebody tries to get a rise off you on the internet, why would you care? Why would you... Like, I just... I find it funny. Like, I find it all entertaining, but to get angry about it... something negative. It's just... just, What's the... I mean, there is sometimes I'll maybe be going to write a comment or something, and I'll think to myself, why am I writing this? You know what I mean? It makes... it doesn't make any sense to like say it to somebody. Yeah. yeah. All I'm all I'm doing is maybe just giving somebody a negative opinion or something, or like, and it's like, what's the point? Yeah. What, what value is it adding to your life? Exactly. Like, yeah. Right. All I'm going to do is possibly cause grief for myself. Yeah. You know I, mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. Sometimes, like, I will put out tweets that are just sarcastic, funny, yeah. either sarcastic. I suppose some people maybe just take them as, oh, you're having a proper dig. But well, like, I think it's hard to convey sarcasm. It is. In a a, tweet. You, there should be like I don't know, italic font that you can put when you're not being serious. But <laughs> like, I can assure you that I'm very rarely serious you online. Just have to put uh, hashtag sarcasm every time you. It's not a bad idea. Right. Would, you have to I would put literally... hashtag whatever the emotion is <laughs> after you do. I it. would honestly have to do that for almost every one of my tweets. <laughs> hashtag but, sarcasm. But, like, the whole thing, like, it, it did get me thinking, like, games journalism, it's it's so much more in its infancy than, like, loads of other mediums. Let's see, football journalism, it's been around for 50 years. Like, film journalism's been about for 80 years. Like, all this kind of stuff, it's all, all been right. about for a long time. But see, video game journalism, it's only been about in a serious way since probably 2000. Mm. Like, before that, even then, it was, like, a fucking joke. So it's still the odd magazine. juvenile, in a way. Aye, and, like, I don't know, like, see, at the moment, I was when I was looking about for the news, there's so many different websites that are just blindly bumming up Xbox and Phil Spencer, and other than the value proposition, I can't see why. Like, this happened, see, at the beginning of the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One generation, it was the opposite way, because Sony were perceived as, like, the underdogs, hmm. it was the other way around, and, like, as soon as, I mean, the Kinect was a disaster, but the gaming media shat on that at all levels, mm-hmm. like, they just went fucking nuts, they were, like, because Microsoft were riding high, they wanted to put them down, and it's the exact it's the same, it goes, it's, aye, and it's the exact same way, just now, with... Uh, Xbox, like I was on a, a website and uh, the, in fact it was multiple websites and they were talking about how Xbox are riding a real wave of momentum and I was like what What the fuck are they talking about? Like, Fair enough, the value as I said, the value proposition is amazing Game Pass is given incredible value but in terms of actually releasing games, like I've said this before but where are the games? Mm-hmm. Like, I actually looked into it because I wanted just to sort of collate what was going on. And since the Xbox 
Series X and the PlayStation 5 release. Now, granted, some of these games are cross-generation, but I see Xbox and PlayStation as a platform, not just oh, a next-gen version or whatever. Like, Xbox have four games that I can see that are exclusive. Gears Tactics, which, that's a stretch because it came well, out... Is that a gear, like a proper... Gears of War game, or is it something? Aye, but it's like a ta- it's it's a, a real time strategy game, but oh, in the no. Gears franchise, like it's not for me, but it's supposed uh, to be quite good. Yeah. But I mean, I'm I'm actually pushing it to include this because it did come out in April last year on PC, so it wasn't technically out on the Series X, but it did debut on mm. console on the Series X. So there's that which got an eighty two, Football Manager which got a seventy eight. These are all Metacritic scores. Sea of Thieves which mm. got a seventy five. And the medium, which is only a timed exclusive, got a 71. On the other hand, since release of the PlayStation 5, PlayStation has had Demon's Souls, which got a 92, Disco Elysium, the final cut, which got an 88, The Neo Collection, which got an 88, Spider-Man Miles Morales, which got an 85, Astro's Playroom, 83, The Pedestrian, 83, Sackboy A Big Adventure, 79. Pedestrian, what's that? It's a, like a puzzle game. It's right. meant to be pretty good. I've oh, not, not played it though. I know what you mean. Uh, Ulterior Rise 2, 78. The Pathless, 77. Bug Snacks, 75. Like, PlayStation has continued to churn out exclusive games at a decent clip. And if you look at even the coming months, like, I just went by games that have release dates, actual mm. dates, not just, oh, sometime in 2021. PlayStation have got Returnal, Ratchet & Clank, Final Fantasy VII Intergrade, Little Devil Inside, Kenna Bridge of Spirits, Deathloop, and all oh, I could... good games as well. All I, could, the looks of it anyway. I, all I could find for Xbox was one game. This is going by Games Radar, who update these things a lot. Mm-hmm. All I could find was a game called An Airport for Aliens, currently run by dogs. <laughs> Excuse me? Is that... What? It's the name of a Did game. Did you just have a stroke there? No. Is that the actual name of the game? That's the only game I could find with a date that's exclusive to Xbox. What's and it, it comes out again? An airport for aliens currently run by dogs. I what? And it, it, comes out on, it comes out on May 25th. Definitely worth picking that one up. Just Did the, you look into what kind of game that is? No. I should have, though, because it sounds fucking... It amazing. might be a, a contender for shitty platinum. Who knows? Maybe. Fuck me. <laughs> But, I mean, like that's what I'm saying. Like I, I, I think the Xbox Series X is brilliant. The amount of value they're giving out is incredible with Game Pass. But to say that Xbox are riding a wave, like, I'm sorry. but They're definitely building at oh, the moment. I mean, see, if you look at it, like you can look at Xbox just now and go, see, in two or three years, yeah. holy shit. Yeah. Like, in two or three years, they should be firing out much better stuff than PlayStation given what they've got, mm-hmm. but they're not riding a wave right now. No. Like, this is people willing them to ride a wave. Mm. And even if you, like, Xbox with Game Pass does have the best value proposition, but I mean, even look at Sony, they've just gave away 10 games for free, mm-hmm. without the need for a subscription. Yeah. I will grant you, five of those games are VR games, so that is sort of wink, wink, nudge, nudge, please buy a headset off us. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's, it's a bit tongue-in-cheek, but at the same point, like, I, I don't know, like, th- this is no fanboy stuff. Like, I like I play on PlayStation more than Xbox simply because of the likes of Uncharted, Last of Us, like, Detroit. I love these type of games. If these type of games all, all of a sudden were coming to Xbox, 
I'd sell my PlayStation tomorrow. I don't give a fuck about Sony. I don't give a fuck about PlayStation. I couldn't care less. It's the games that are important. I've just looked at some images for this airport alien game. Oh my god. No. (laughs) No. It's one of those ones that could have been a hidden gem. Is it shite? (laughs) It looks terrible. It's not a triple A game, that's for sure. Fucking looking at it upside down and it probably makes more sense upside down. Jesus Christ, it looks like you're fucking fluffing dogs. It looks like a VR game. Like can he be because it's Xbox? Look at the hands moving in that picture though, the way it's... Xbox doesn't have any VR, so it can't be. But it does look as if you're literally stroking dogs Mm. at an airport. That's really fucking bizarre. Strange. Well, that's coming out soon. I don't even pet dogs. So in we'll real have life. a review up for that on the website as soon yeah. as we can. <laughs> I mean, like, like I say, like I, I'm not saying it's doom and gloom for Xbox. Like they will, they're going to have a lot of good games this year. Like I think, I still think there'll be a Forza. We're going to get Halo, which should it's be not good. It, it should be, be good. good. I don't think it'll be bad. It's whether it'll be outstanding, amazing, right. or just good. But yeah. it's not going to be worse than good and they've still got other games like that uh, just 12 minutes like I'm really that looks cool I, I'm really looking to that but these things don't have dates yet mm. and like that I don't know it just okay. I, I just you look at it's so obvious when you look at some of these websites that it's just it's just cyclical in the games industry they just they build you up to break you down mm. and it's Sony's turn and Sony are making a lot of bad moves, although they have reversed one of them, but we can get into that soon. Okay, so we have decided to add a new segment to the show called Gaming Movie Night. That's what we're calling it for now anyway. If you have any suggestions, please feel free to share with us. We will be watching a gaming-related movie once a fortnight and sharing with you our thoughts and... I was going to say... What's the word I'm looking for? Opinions? Yeah, I suppose. I feel like we'll probably slag them off because they're not that good. Most of the gaming films are particularly crap, yeah, so we'll probably be taking a few digs. They're all brilliant, especially (laughs) Tekken. (laughs) I can't believe... I never even knew that existed. (laughs) Neither did I when I was looking through the website. It must be so shit. Just getting an idea of what's in store for us. And I was like, oh my god, Taken, the movie. I was like, how the fuck do you make a movie out of that? But they made a movie out of Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat, so... That's true. Well, on that note, we are... The first uh, movie game that we're going to cover is the new Street... uh, The new Street Fighter. (laughs) The new Mortal Kombat, which comes out this Friday. So it will be rather timely and... I think it actually might be quite good. Going by the trailer, I think it's going to have good action. The story might die in its arse, but I think the action could be quite good. Same. I, it's one of those films you can just turn your brain off. Oh, I, it's, I like it's, films. Yeah. I like films that I would have to think too much. It's no JFK, you know what I mean? No, so, it's, you're not, it's not going to win any awards, but I think there's every chance that 10 weeks down the line it could be still the best thing we've seen, <laughs> especially if Tekken's on the agenda. Tekken, Mario Brothers. God. <laughs> so excited about covering Mario Brothers. <laughs> Bring it on. Yeah, so drop us your suggestions for some movies to watch and also if you want to watch the film that we will be watching and join along in our discussion, then please feel free to do so. Shall we move on to what we've been playing this past week? Who wants to go first? 
I think I'm the only one that's been playing much, is that correct? You're the only one that's yes. been gaming for our gaming podcast. Yeah. That's because been, I, me and Jess have been slacking. To be fair, I've had some time off, so I've had a chance. Jess, you have been playing some of that racing breakthrough, but been unsuccessful in obtaining me the platinum. Correct. As have I, to be fair. <laughs> I've not got it either. And you came closest when you had a shot tonight, coming one flag away from the finish line, oh, but indeed. that elusive platinum is still out of my grasp. Uh, this week I have played, to be honest, a lot of the same stuff from last week, so I won't go into too much detail. I played more Disco Elysium. It continues to be weird and amazing at the same time. I'm getting my head around the upgrades more. I really like it. It's it's brilliant. It really is. Give it a go. That's what I would say. I'm still pretty early on, but high recommendation. And even if you played it before and haven't tried the final cut, do so because the voice acting is absolutely brilliant and it adds a complete new dimension to the game. I've also put some more time into Outer Worlds, but I've spoken at length about that. Obviously, I've been playing Pez because I'm addicted. And the last thing is the Dark Side Detective series. I have been playing both the games. Uh, the Dark Side Detective came out on the 8th and had been previously out on PC for a few years. And then the Dark Side Detective, A Fumble in the Dark, came out last Thursday. That was our uh, game of the week last week. So I've completed the Dark Side Detective. It's six main missions and then three DLC missions. Really, really enjoyed it. It's a point-and-click game, pixel art, beautiful style. Really, really enjoyed it. Uh, I would say that if you're looking, if you're a completionist like myself and you're looking to get the Platinum Trophy, definitely consult a guide because there's... I'm a completionist. <laughs> <laughs> but Hello, I'm Craig and I'm a completionist. I tell you something, you guys have no idea how many people are into trophies and achievements. You really don't. Here we go again. It sickens me. Here we go again. But if, if you are, make sure and look at a guide because there's certain collectibles throughout, like looking at trashy magazines, I think it's called, and you have to, there's one in each episode that you have to look at, and I didn't know this at the time, went through the game, and then when I went back to try and get this trophy, I just loaded up each uh, case and got to the bit to look at the magazine, quit out, went into the next one, did all six, no trophy. So I think I'm going to have to play through the entire game again, which granted is only about three hours, but still a bit annoying nonetheless. You hear that, all you completionists out there? Yep. There's a whole <laughs> group of us. They're so I have been much more... Uh, I've been much more organised with uh, Dark Side Detective, A Fumble in the Dark... It's very similar. It's obviously very same style. It's a direct sequel. The story carries on from the first game into this one. Same art style, same humour. I, I should point out, like the game is genuinely laugh out loud funny. I've posted a few videos on Twitter just giving an idea of the humour. Like I, I can't speak highly enough about it. If you like point and click games, pick up this game. They're only each game's a tenner or something like that and I think even the new one has like a 10% off uh, introductory offer so I think up until like the end of the month you can get it for like 8 99 or something like that highly recommend and I, that's all I've really been playing this week has there also oh no been... sorry 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 oh. sorry no 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 Grand Theft Auto VR <laughs> I forgot to mention that I played that today uh, 
I'd been meaning to get back to it. I think the first time I played it was back in November. It was before Christmas, certainly, and just got sidetracked. Obviously, new consoles coming out, all this sort of stuff, loads to play, and I hadn't played it for a few months. So I wanted to go back today while I had a day off with no one in the house and record just a quick let's play, just sort of showing off how cool the game can be. And I managed about 13 minutes and I had to come out because I was feeling sick. But that was because I decided to purposely get ran over by a car and then end up on top of said car and then get flung off the car. And my God, that is sickness inducing. I mean, I I get it just, you know, walking about in VR places, but no, no. No, I find it hard. I just, I really want to play VR games, but I find it quite hard going. Yeah, I, I can totally get that. Like, I'm mostly okay with it, but I mean, VR games in general have stuff built into them so that, like, seeing most VR games, like, if you were to fall over, there'll be something built in so that you fall slowly or you don't actually fall, you just see the character fall so that you don't get that sickness feeling. Right. But because it's just a unofficial mod for Grand Theft Auto to make mm. it VR, you do, like... Seeing in a normal VR game, they would not let you get hit by a car and go flying into the air and land on the ground because mm, it's too it's, much, ah, it's that, too much yeah. in your head that you're still sitting there and your body's flying about. Yeah. But because it's a because mod, it's a mod for, it happens. Yeah. Uh, like in the mod, you can play the whole game, so you can go steal a helicopter, fly up right into there, and jump out a plane. Oh God! And then fall to That's the ground. That's awesome, though, isn't it? Aye. Oh, it's. Look, it's one of the most incredible VR experiences cool. ever. You have to try it. This it's... is only on PS5, I take it? No, it's only on PC. Oh, it's, PC. It's, it's been modded on PC. Um, right. It's, oh, honestly, it's it's so impressive. Like, it really is. Like, we'll need to get you in it and get you a shot of it. Do you think that's something Rockstar would do? Like, I'd... knowing that, that it's been done, would they do it officially, do you think? I don't understand why they haven't. Yeah. Because, I mean, when I play... We've this. probably got a lot going on. It's not as if we can just jump and go, well, we'll do this now. See, honestly, I don't. I mean, I would literally just go to the guy that's made this mod and put it out for free, by the way, and say, here's a million quid, can we use this? And they mm. would make probably another billion off it. Like, no. it's. See, when you go into it, it's not. You know how some VR games, like, it's quite grainy and it's quite. It's not necessarily the sharpest yeah. of graphics. I found that with Blood and Truth. Mm-hmm. That was quite yeah, grainy. it's because it's, it's limited. Like the headset can only do certain, like a certain resolution. Mm. But in this VR with Grand Theft Auto, it's so sharp. Oh, I watched it the video. Really is. It just looks like the graphics of Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, the the thing is, like, I mean, by all means, watch the video that I put up. It's it is actually quite funny, but you don't get the idea of how impressive it is watching a video because you can't see the depth. You can't see, like, see even just walking around CJ's house. Mm. You're like, holy shit. This is Aye, this is fucking nuts. There's a sock hanging out from the bed there and there's, holy shit. Like, it's it's so fucking cool. It's amazing how they've done something like that from a game that didn't have that in mind Mm. at all when it was getting Mm -hmm. made. Uh, How you can just go into a game that's made so long ago and like go into it in virtual reality now. I, it's I crazy. Think that amazing. There's an there's actually an app on PC that can VR any game. So see, any it game. only really works properly for like first person games. Right. But there's a guy. Uh, I need to go and get his actual details. But I'll maybe uh, plug him next week because he is a really good YouTuber and he does a sort of series once a week. I think it is where he attempts to VR a game. 
right. and like any game that's first person you can basically run it through this program and it makes it vr and usually it works almost perfectly straight away that's mental isn't it aye but honestly like this grand theft auto and vr it's one of these things that anyone that comes around that's into games i want them to try it because yeah. you just you need to see it that's it's crazy. it's fucking great has there also been a shitty platinum played this week, Craig? There absolutely has. This week it is another one of these Breakthrough Gaming Arcade games uh, by Breakthrough Gaming LLC, who seem to be spunking out about two of these a week. Uh, this one is called Avoid Them. The reason this has been included as the shitty platinum is because I've actually managed to get the platinum in this one, whereas I'm still struggling with uh, the football one and the racing one. This one has been platinumed due to a glitch. Uh, I don't know if the glitch was intentional or not. I suspect it maybe was because without the glitch, I think it would be incredibly difficult. You, I'm going to give it a go, though. You should. It's worth trying, but it's basically you move left and right and have to avoid circles. These breakthrough guys are right into their circles. They're massive uh, tangerines. Yep, they're really... Is it really? That's what they are, massive tangerines. Well, every one of these games so far, it's been circles coming after you. So somebody had a bad experience with a circle, it seems. <laughs> uh, so you have, basically just have to avoid them. If you avoid them long enough, you get an extra life, but you're losing them at a pretty decent clip as well. So getting to 30,000 points, difficult. But each time you load up the game, the first run you do has a set pattern of how they fall. And so what you want to do is get hit by the first two that come down and then straight after that there's two that come down side by side and if you position yourself right in the middle you'll get hit by both at the same time. So instead of going losing a life and going down to zero lives, game over, you actually drop down to minus one lives. And at that point you can just continue on getting hit left, right and centre and you'll just go minus one, two, three, four, five and you can just do whatever you want until you get to 30,000 points and get the platinum. A completionist dream. Yep. <laughs> Pro- proper, proper wanking material. So I have recorded, I've already recorded the video uh, showing off this. It's Don't worry, there's no there's no video aspect of me at half-mast while doing it. Uh, but that will be up alongside this podcast. So if you want to see it in action and get your shitty platinum for 79 cents i think it is it's only available in the u.s store but these accounts are easy to make and the game's cheap as fuck so you may as well pick it up before we move on though i would like to state that i'm getting mocked constantly in this podcast for this platinum slash completionist nonsense but see every time i record one of these shitty platinums i do it on her account so she's benefiting from this she's getting (laughs) Proper gamer cred. I didn't ask for that. Oh, you did. I, I don't. Do you think I don't hear you in the phone? I got three platinums last week. <laughs> Who am I phoning? Who talk, am I telling to the girls. That? All the girls. Like, <laughs> for high tea. Aye, the girls <laughs> are like, I can't believe she, she just getting all three platinums. Fuck's sake! I can't believe she getting all three platinums. The only platinum <laughs> I care about is my my zone status, which I am platinum level on. Anyway, let's move on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Well, before we 
share some news. Just a reminder that our not-so-casual game club game is Odd World Soulstorm. We're still continuing to play that and we will be reviewing at the end of the month. So if you want to join in and discuss with us, then please feel free to do so. I'll tell you something, but it's going to be a a fucking lacklustre review because there's no way I'm getting through all that. The game's hard and it's long, so it will be initial thoughts maybe at the end of the month but I'll do my best (laughs) Okay so there are a few big items of news this week but generally a pretty slow slow week to be honest when stories about someone turning a Gamecube into a flower pot are getting some traction you know there isn't much going on So After discussing the consequences of Sony's decision to close the PlayStation stores associated with the PS3 and PSV Vita consoles, they've only gone and changed their bloody minds, haven't they? The PSP online storefront will still close on the 2nd of July 2021, but the ensuing closure no longer affects the PS3 and PS Vita. Confirmed in a PlayStation blog post, Jim Ryan said, quote, Recently, we notified players that PlayStation Store for PS3 and PS Vita devices was planned to end this summer. Upon further reflection, however, it's clear that we made the wrong decision here. So today I'm happy to say that we will be keeping the PlayStation Store operational for PS3 and PS Vita devices. PSP commerce functionality will retire on July 2nd, 2021 as planned. It's a pretty big U-turn, to be to be fair. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's good. Like, I, I don't know. Imagine they've done it though. They've done it because of backlash. Aye, yeah. they've done it because of backlash. But I'm always a wee bit. I don't know. Like, I, I like it. I like that they've done a U-turn. But it's the same thing. Like a few months ago, something similar happened with Xbox. They planned to put up the price oh, of their Xbox Live. And everybody took the hump, and they then released a statement 24 hours later going, Hi, sorry lads, uh, just kidding, bit of a bad day, uh, doesn't matter, <laughs> let's just forget about it. And you're like, on a way these things are good, like it's 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 the little guy getting a victory, but it also gives people and gamers as a group the thought that when something happens that they don't like, they can just fucking moan their way out of it. Mm. And that's something that I don't like. Like, I do like that the store's staying open, but see, the next time something comes along, like, people will think if they moan enough that they can get it reversed. Yeah, I don't like this. And I don't like that. I don't like it one bit. Toxic, uh, isn't it? Uh Uh-huh. And you'll just, like, it's almost like letting... Like like I say, like it's a good thing. Sony shouldn't be shutting these stores. Like, I've made a joke about it constantly because... To be honest, the amount of people downloading stuff off the PlayStation 3 must be so fucking minimal. minimal. Like, you've had all these people, these fucking hipsters going mad about it. I can't believe you're shutting the store. And they've got no fucking intention of buying anything. And now they're going to be sitting here like dicks going, eh, aye, so um, I'll I'll buy something tomorrow uh, or or next week. And they've got no intention of fucking buying anything. But it's a dangerous precedent to set, I would say. That's, That's the worry. Like what we're currently, as things stand, not getting a game a day's gone too. Now see with Sony mm. doing a U turn in this, mm-hmm. people will now have 
thoughts that if they moan enough, we'll get yeah. days gone too. Toxic fans. That's what I was meaning to say. Toxic fans just moaning and thinking they can get what they want. Mm-hmm. Yep. So moving on, the marketing campaign for Resident Evil Village is in full swing. So lo and behold, we have some tasty new details. The most notable being that Lady Dimitrescu will stalk players throughout the game, much akin to the former Mr. X from Resident Evil 2 remake. Oh, be awesome. It's so scary. It's scary <laughs> as fuck, isn't it? See when you're just walking about and then all of a sudden, this thing's just constantly chasing you down. Yeah, and I seen a wee clip of her, like, cause she's tall as fuck. She's fucking terrifying, man. Aye. Absolutely terrifying. And the way she kind of ducks under the door and everything, and it's like, oh my god, this is yeah. gonna be scary as fuck. Cause she's it, just gonna be everywhere every time you like think you're all right, nah, and then all of a sudden she'll be there, just fucking heaving bosoms running about. She's constantly looking like her tits are about to fall out. Graphics look amazing as well. It does I look think good. It's gonna be it's going to be brilliant. I'm really looking forward to it. I think yeah. it's going to be it's Did going to be good. Play the demo. I played the first demo that came out, but not the demo at the weekend just there. Yeah, I don't see the point in doing that. I don't want to because I'm going to play it day I one. Know, I don't play the game nah. like through the first time. I don't want to have to go through something again. Like, have nah, half an I hour and then that, I don't yeah. see the point in that. I really don't. I also don't agree with the fact that like I mean, a lot of people think it's good marketing, but see to me. Like when Capcom has to put out a flow chart of when demos are releasing, you've got mm. a problem. Like it was only PlayStation that could play this demo at the weekend, oh, really? and then Xbox are like in a week or two. And I'm oh, like, timed sick. exclusives on a fucking demo. Oh, like, see to me, in that situation, the bad outweighs the good because that demo comes out in PlayStation early. I don't think that's going to make any more like PlayStation centric gamers go, "Oh, I'm going to buy that now because we got it first. Whereas I think there's a good chance you could fucking piss off Xbox gamers that are going, oh, so we're not good enough to get the demo at the same time as other people? Well, I'm not buying that then. So I would have none of that. Like, I think it's daft. But I'm looking forward to the game. And it's, what, less than three oh. weeks now? <gasps> Is it? Right, so, so beginning oh of May. God. Oh, my God. It's going to be amazing. May 7th, I think. Oh, Jesus. Our next news item comes via Pure Xbox, who said that it's been a long time coming, but now Microsoft has officially announced that a limited beta will begin for Xbox Cloud Gaming on PC and iOS devices for selected Xbox Game Pass Ultimate users from Tuesday 20th of April. The Xbox team says it will be sending out invites on a continuous basis to players in all 22 supported countries with intention of opening up to all Xbox Game Pass Ultimate subscribers over the coming months. If it works well, I think it will be good. It's Obviously, it's a way that people could get on the Xbox Game Pass bandwagon without having to shell out for an Xbox Series S or Series X if it works well. Yeah, that's but, the question. Will it be as good? <laughs> well, that's the thing. I mean, we've had a lot of these cloud gaming services now and none of them have been fantastic. I have had pretty good experiences with PS now. For the most part, the latency has been really low when playing PlayStation 3 games, but it's still been there. And that's playing a PlayStation mm. 3 game, not a fucking cutting edge mm. that was always next Halo. about the platform is Aye. The, how it's dependent on how good your internet is, really, isn't it? That's the thing. I mean, these things are getting to a point now where you should be able to run it with, say, 
50 meg internet, which a lot of people at this point do have, but mm. like I've, we've got a problem where, I mean, we have our internet download speeds usually about 200 meg, but it's not a constant 200 meg. The thing yeah. fucking dips and goes up and down and up and down, and you can't have that. You need a constant stream. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it just it makes me... I don't know. I hope it works well, because if it works well, like, to me, the sort of... I mean, we've got both consoles anyway, so pretty sorted, but it would be so good for someone who's, say, on the PlayStation side to be able to go, right, well, I can just continue to have my PlayStation console, but then I can also just pay £10 a month and I can have all the Xbox games as well. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Like, that's that's the, that's the ultimate scenario, I would say. And then everyone gets to play everything everything and we can all stop calling each other fanboys That'd be fantastic <laughs> <laughs> okay so next up speaking in david jaffe's latest interview director john garvin has strong feelings on the days gone sequel situation as you'd expect garvin left developer sony bend around two years ago so there was no need for him to hold back quote i do have an opinion on something that your audience may find of interest and it might piss some of them off garvin admits as transcribed by VCG. If you love a game, buy it buy it at fucking full price. I can't tell you how many times I've seen gamers say, yeah, I got that on sale, I got it through PS Plus, whatever. Garvin's argument is that by buying a game at full price, you're showing direct support for the developer. You're doing your part to maximise profit. And in the case of Days Gone, Garvin's suggesting that if more people grab the game at launch, Sony may have been more open to a potential sequel. I'm interested to hear your thoughts on this. But I can see both ways, but I, I that's don't think, exactly what I think. But I, I think, Mister Garvin, not everybody can afford a sixty pound game. Yeah. You know I, what I mean? So I think that's a bit cheeky to say something like that. Yeah. Um, I can totally see the point of I it probably goes in your sales uh, initial launch if you're going to get a sequel to your game or not. Uh, but I just think it's real cheap to say to folk buy it now when it's £60 when folk, not everybody has the ability to, to do that they have to rely on the pre-owned market or or do what I do I'd I, I, I rent most of my games through a, a site called Boomerang Rentals I get a, you get a game and you can play it as long as you want for £10 a month, you post it back you get another game it's a brilliant service I think the, the thing is with, you know, games films, like they're always going to depreciate. Yeah. And people know that. Unless so, it's a Nintendo game. Well, yeah. yeah, Nintendo. But do you know what I mean? So, you know, if it's not your number one game you want to play, you know, you're most excited about, then... You know it's going to come down. You know it's going to come down. Yeah, so, exactly. Aye. Yeah. Uh, and the thing is, it didn't help itself because it was a bit buggy when it came out. So if you're going to go to the extent of releasing a game, and I know a lot of people do it these days, where you're going to go... Let's just release it and we'll fix it after launch. Well, you've not got the right to say then that people like didn't buy it because it, it was half finished. Mm. So obviously the word's getting out there and the reviews are out there that it's not as good as it could be. Um, and that's why people aren't buying it right away. So you've kind of shot yourself in the foot a little bit. Definitely, yeah. Like, like I say, like you said, I can see it both ways, but... I don't know, I think it's sort of like the, I don't know, reviewer in me that like on most situations I can see the sort of good and the bad in 
any sort of situation. Like, I totally get that. Like, when the game came out, it was buggy. So you've got no right to say that. Mm -hmm. But at the same point, like, I have in the past done stuff like we've had a review code through for a game and I've contacted the developers and said, this game's excellent. Like, I'm going to buy a copy of this game and use it as a giveaway because I want to support the developers because I got the game for free to review. So I'm going to buy a copy of the game. It's usually not AAA games, but then to do to use as a giveaway because yeah. then I'm supporting the developer in some way, mm-hmm. especially when it's indie developers because they rely on that. And then things like when After Party first came out, which was our game of the month last month, I pretty much knew I wasn't going to have time to play through that straight away because I had so many reviews on the table, but I bought it straight away anyway because I knew I was going to like it and I wanted to, again, support them. So like, I, it goes both ways. I can totally understand. And I, I think, like, I presume that was an outburst from him. I don't think he went mm. in planning to say that because it there was no, no way was, there was no way he was coming out of that looking good. It's up and he's thought about Aye. it for a while and it's maybe, like part of the reason he's maybe left as well you know what I mean yeah because I, th- I think when he listens back to that he'll be like it is the way I think but Could that was that never going to go down well could have loved it better okay so Horizon Zero Dawn Complete Edition is now available to download for free if, as part of Sony's Play at Home initiative but interestingly it appears that there is more to come soon as part of a PlayStation blog post the hardware manufacturer confirms another promotional update is coming soon Senior Director of SIE Content Communications, Sid Schumann, said, quote, thanks again to the community and stay tuned. We'll have another Play at Home update to share soon. What's it going to be? What's it going to be? I don't know, but this is, honestly, it goes back to what I said. Like, I mean, Game Pass is the best deal in gaming, but Sony's over here firing out games for free Mm. and you don't even need a subscription service to get them. I have to, you have to assume that they're going to be smaller games. Like, they've just gave away 10 or 11 games, quality games, mm. for free. I mean, the problem now is that because he said that, people get carried away yeah. and think they're getting another 10 games. And <laughs> surely, th- I can't imagine, like, it'll maybe be another one game. A Grand Theft Auto that everybody's already got anyway. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I don't think it's going to be some massive thing, but the fact that we're getting more, it's just... Aye, it's crazy. Good stuff, though. Early reviews are in for MLB The Show, and it isn't great reading so far. Only the PlayStation 5 version currently has reviews out, and it sits with a critic score of 74. Well, this isn't terrible by any means. It falls way short of the 83 and 86 received in the last two years, retrospectively. Perhaps the number will increase as more reviews flow in and it will be interesting to compare the Xbox and PlayStation scores overall. Is this Metacritic score? So you aye, aye. I just think that system's I don't believe that system's the right way of doing stuff. It's just an aggregate of all, ju- uh, all journalist things. I mean, I, it's certainly... I too much, there's too much stock put in it. Oh, far too much. I mean, I, I think it's a good it's a good ballpark of how a game's done. But yeah, it shouldn't be the be all and end all. Like yeah. there, there's, there's actual like. See, I'm sure they talked about this when days gone. See, studios like big studios, they have set into their contracts bonuses, and they will get certain bonuses if the Metacritic score is over a certain amount. Oh wow! Yeah, that's not right. Um, I, I, so I mean, it it does matter in in a way, 
but it's it's just interesting like this happens each gen going into i mean it happened with fifa and stuff like that. like going into the next gen version usually the review score does come down a bit because it tends to be not as fully fleshed out a version as the previous year because they're building it for the next gen so it'll be interesting to see if that's why the score's lower or if the fact that on PlayStation it's costing £70 has played a part because it's at the moment we're recording on Tuesday so it will be different on Thursday when this is released but only PlayStation 5 reviews are out just now there's no reviews against Xbox now Will people reviewing it on Xbox review it more favourably because it's it's free as part of Game Pass? Mm. Maybe. I, I expect the Xbox Metacritic <laughs> will be higher than the PlayStation one, but by how much? Mm. So, be interesting, been, uh, be interesting to look at. Okay. And last up, uh, our last piece of news comes via Video Gamer who said that an Xbox engineering lead has revealed some new additional features coming to the Xbox Series X and S in a future system update, improving the system's excellent quick resume feature. Eden Murray revealed that the update is currently rolling out to those enrolled in the Xbox Insider programs Alpha and Skip Ahead groups and sees a new quick release, sorry, quick resume group added to the groups section of the My Games and Apps section of the console. In this, users can now see at a glance which games, if any, are currently stored in Quick Resume. And in addition, the update will also allow users to remove a game from Quick Resume and remove the save state without having to relaunch the game and quit out manually. You won't be overly familiar with Quick Resume because you're not used the new Xbox now. Really? It's, I know what it is in principle. I, see, to be honest, you know as much as me then because I. I mean, it's going to be easier to figure out once this update comes out, but at the moment, it's it's cool, but I don't fully understand it because it works with some games and not others, and it seems a bit stops that like it it sometimes doesn't work when you think it's going to, and then it does work when you like it's it's just weird. Like when it does work, it's amazing. Like I've most notably seen it with Football Manager. Like I could t- be playing Football Manager turn the Xbox off, completely mm. off, and then put it back on and hit play on Football Manager and like that, I'm straight back in my game exactly where I was wow. without it having to load up at all. None of the, even the... Nothing. And when that happens, you're like, fuck, that's really fucking cool. <laughs> but then with other games, it doesn't work. And mm. it's there's the odd time it doesn't work with Football Manager, and I'm like, how did I make it so that that didn't work? So if I can now see what's stored in the quick resume, that would I think, because it's cool, like it's a cool, yeah, feature. a cool feature. It's it's not something that I've used that often. Like I think Nathan's used the Xbox less than I thought he was going to, and I thought what would be really cool is like if I'm playing a game on Xbox, and then Nathan wants to play something and he's playing, but then he's away to get his lunch, like. I've maybe got 10 minutes to go on the Xbox. I don't want to be waiting for me closing his game down and loading my game up. Whereas if I can just press the button, it's just boom, mm. straight up. Mm. That's cool. Mm. So it will continue to improve, I think, but it's, God, it's a so, really cool feature. We're such an decent race these days, aren't we? And I know you mean, I'm, I'm not saying like, because I, oh, no, I, I like that feature as well, but it's just it just shows you how impatient we are as a, yeah. uh, as a, a 
race these days that we want to have in right now, having just like bang. I don't why I wait two minutes. Honestly, I don't why I wait two minutes. I'm a completionist. <laughs> I've got games too complete. But it's it's um it's amazing <laughs> how quickly you forget. Like, see, going to the PlayStation Five, like. It's amazing how quickly you get used to no load times. Mm-hmm. Like the PlayStation Five barely loads, and then every so often Nathan will be like, "Oh, can you help me with?" So, or the other day he was, "Can you play Lego Jurassic World with me?" Excellent. Fucking love dinosaurs. So I go up. We, we put the game on. <laughs> Almost as much as you love sharks. Almost. So we put it on, and it honestly felt like time just went into slow motion it took about five fucking minutes before we were in actually playing the game were the developer logos and stuff like that you've got to look but even at then like the, the actual load times was like two minutes and it was like it took ages like when i put two on a game minutes. in the playstation 5 it takes like you're never more than 10 seconds to get into a game yeah. ever it's so fast. It's harder and for you going back and forth. Aye, that's aye. the thing. Like that's what I was saying. Like it's you become accustomed so accustomed to it, to it yeah. so quickly, yeah. and you forget, and then you go back, and you're like, "Whoa, whoa, this is two minutes of my life." Aye, <laughs> it feels like someone's draining the life out of you. Okay, so before we wrap our episode up, we have a pick of the week as usual, Craig. I don't know how to pronounce this one, so I'm going to hand it over to you. Yes. Initially, it was going to be MLB The Show, but after the review scores were down so much, I sort of took a double take. I... I'll maybe even have to check out MLB The Show, because on Xbox, you can just download it. And it was weird when I checked the sort of summary of the ex- of the PlayStation reviews for MLB The Show, they all gave it quite a low score, but then the summary said it's an excellent baseball sim, and I'm like, right, well, why are you not giving it a better score? Mm, then? So I would say have a look at that, but the game I've decided to go with is Near Replicant, just because... Mm. I've never played it. It's not a no, game I'm neither, going. It's I not a game it. I'm going to play either. But it's a game that reviews really highly. Yeah. So when we're going for pick of the week, a game that's probably going to get like nine out of tens, probably should go for that. So I'm just going to read a sort of synopsis of it. Half of this I don't even understand, but maybe it'll make sense to someone. You read out all the numbers of the version. That, but it's not like that's. That's part the, of the actual game. thing, I know. Aye, it's That's on the I'm fucking saying. box. I mean, I, I don't know what the fuck they were thinking, but... So it says, Get ready to experience where the Near series all began. Near Replicant version 1.22474487139... I'll get through this, don't you worry. <laughs> Set in a post-apocalyptic world. Near Replicant version 1.22474487139... <laughs> puts you in the role of the titular Nier, a young man on a quest to cure his sister, Yona, of a deadly disease. What they discover will make them question everything they thought they knew. The original Nier, sorry, the original Nier release has an interesting story. Has an interesting history. In Japan, there were two versions of the game, Nier Replicant and Nier Gestalt. Near Replicant focused on a brother on brother Near and his sister Yona, and Near Gestalt. I'm already. I know. <laughs> I think it's just your voice, but 
Fuck you. <laughs> in... Put some umph into it. Nah. He's <laughs> <laughs> totally lost his place now. He's like, near version 1.23. Every fucking sentence says the word near in it. Uh, in near Gestalt, the main character was your father. In Nier Gestalt, the main character was Father Nier and Yona, his daughter. Only Nier Gestalt released in the West under the name Nier. So excitingly, this will be the first time so many people will have played the replicant version it's of really the game. Some folk are mad it. for this game. <laughs> mad game for it. quite cool, actually. Yeah, I mean, I've, I'm interested in playing it. I wouldn't play it. But I just don't... That's a weird title. That version one point. I don't know why they've done that. The final They're trying to be cool and it's not landed. Mm. But it's quite interesting that the original Nier game was sort of in Japan. It was two separate games, and obviously they just chose one version of it to bring over here, and never brought the other version over. So this is them going back, remastering it, and bringing that old version that we never mm. got over. So anyone that's a fan of the first game, I think, will be all over this. So, yep, pick of the week. Mm. Confirmed. Okay. Some questions. We always like your questions. Jeff is first up this week. He says, I'm looking for a few hidden gems to play on either Xbox Series S or PlayStation 5. What would you recommend? Mm, That's all about you, kid, because I don't have a clue. Uh, Well, I mean... The new consoles, the Series S and the PlayStation 5, haven't been about long enough to have native hidden gems, but I was thinking about this, and a few I would recommend. One is a game I mention quite often, The Sexy Brutal, which mm. is a fucking awesome game. Is like a side-scroller? No, it's a... The whole thing is you're in a casino, and people are being murdered and you have the ability to rewind time so a murder will happen and then you rewind time and have to find out a way to stop the murder from happening Mm. and it's fucking brilliant the graphics look a lot like theme hospital which also drew me to it at the time because it just looks really nice but it's 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 got a hell of a ratings Oh, it's honestly, it's brilliant. I would, I, I think it's one of the biggest underrated gems on the entire PlayStation or Xbox. I think it's brilliant, mm. a brilliant, brilliant game. So where does that? What platforms is this on then? PlayStation, PlayStation, Xbox. Cool. I think it's, I think it's even the Switch. Oh, the the art does look quite cool. It's like really nice, isn't it? It looks really there. good. Quite unique. Amy has wrote in and said that Returnal seems to be gaining some momentum in the lead up to release. Do you think this will translate to sales? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it is interesting. See, over the last like couple, of, I, I probably mentioned this on Twitter. I don't know if that's what's, what's drove the question, but there's people, there's a real groundswell coming. Like, I see it every time I open up Twitter. Someone else has been like, fuck it, I'm going to buy it. It looks really good. I'm going to buy it. Mm. Like at first when it was announced at $70 or £70, mm. everyone shat all over it. And now everyone seems to be going, no, nah, I'm fucking ready for this. I'm ready. But I think what people don't understand... because they're clamming for a game to play. Aye. 
but at the same point, I don't. I think this is a perfect example of people not understanding that Twitter isn't real life. Like Twitter's such a small part of any fan base, mm. and even if every person on Twitter that I've seen going fuck it, I'm going to buy it day one, even if they all do buy it, that doesn't mean it's going to sell well. No, like you need the you need the casual gamer to buy it, and I don't think they're going to. Like I think it could sell respectably. I mean, but I, it's, I, like, I don't I'd, think I'd it's like going to sell it. well. I'd like to play it. Aye, if I could. But, yeah. I, I sort of, I've been looking. I've been going back and forth, and it's not really my type of game. But I feel like I should play it for like website and podcast purposes and stuff like that. And I was thinking about it today, and I was like, right, how good does this fucking thing need to be for me to play it? So since we've decided that Metacritic's the be all end all, mm-hmm. about two minutes ago. If this game gets over an... 77. Oh, it's definitely going over a 77. I need to make it competitive. <laughs> if it gets over an 87, wow. then I'll play it day one. It's got to and get if an it... 87 for you to be interested in it. See how smart they are making it. Most of their games go over an 87. Like I think yeah. it's going to be a really good game. I would say it's 50-50 whether it gets over an 87. Hmm. And if it does, I'm in. And if not, are you I'll wait. you up the cash for it? Aye, I'll start a GoFundMe. <laughs> okay, and finally, Graham has asked, are any of you big Nintendo Switch players? What's your favourite games on the console? I really enjoyed uh, Super Mario Deluxe. Mm. That's good, isn't it? It's an awesome game. I don't play them I in Lisa. I bought the Switch for Lisa, so yeah. she's on that all the time, playing Fortnite and Animal Crossing. But I do like the Switch. It's a good console. But I like it more for the old school games. Yeah. I mean, like how you can get all the SNES games on it mm-hmm. and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that aspect of it. But I did like the Super Mario Deluxe game. I thought that was pretty cool. It's, it's got an old school feel to it, that, doesn't yeah. it? it feels, old school it, upgraded. It feels like cool. the old school games, but it looks fucking brilliant. Yeah. It yeah, looks it really so nice. So crisp. Aye. Aye. Yeah. I, 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 same as you, probably like all the Mario games. Like... Yeah. Um, Animal Crossing would be right up there as well. I fucking love that. I don't understand Animal Crossing. I really it's don't. brilliant. See if you see if you spent five hours on it, you would be sitting thinking the same thing, but you'd be hooked. <laughs> I don't think because that's that's what happens, yeah. isn't it? You're sitting there going, "Why am I doing this? Why am I pulling this weed? Why am I trying to catch a fish?" But I'm fucking gonna catch it. <laughs> like I'm always moments away from going back down the rabbit hole. Yeah, I've neglected <laughs> my Highland for a wee while. And so far, but uh, I I don't play the Switch that that much. I it's it goes back to me being a completionist, I suppose. Again, like, see, I don't understand why Nintendo can't implement some sort of like achievement system. They're the only company that hasn't done it. And see, if there was that carrot, I'd probably play it more. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I genuinely probably would play it more. But they're Nintendo, and they just don't fucking bother at all. Um, they march to the beat of their own drum. They certainly do. And so, yeah, I, I still play it quite a bit, but we use it as a handheld console. Like, I have no interest in connecting that thing to a big TV. Absolutely none. Mm. I just, I, I can't. I just can't. It's too low a resolution. It's too, I just, I can't even be doing with it. It's, it's a handheld to me. Okay, that's us for this week. Feel free to continue our discussions with us on Twitter at Pure Dead Gaming, or you can email us at puredeadgaming at gmail.com. If you want to see 
shitty platinums in action then do head to our youtube channel youtube.com forward slash pure dead gaming and make sure you subscribe for future videos yes and thank you everyone for listening goodbye my name is Job. <laughs> bye <laughs>